This is the Side Hustle Social Podcast. I am Will and I am your host. Thank you for joining the conversation today. We'll be speaking with a student and an influencer who has experienced both winning and losing social media. We will talk about their hurdles and their victories. First, if you have not already, please subscribe and review the show. Now, let's join the conversation. Hey, everybody, I've got my amazing, wonderful new friends, uh, Mike and Crystal, and uh, they are the Bombach family. I hope I pronounced that right. Is that correct? Yep. Yes. Okay, good. I didn't butcher it too bad. We were joking beforehand that, you know, about having how many kids they have and needing to watch more TV. No, I mean, less TV. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right, Michael? <laughs> iPad, you never know. Yeah, you know. Well, why don't you guys tell me a little about your uh, about yourselves, and then we'll just get started here. Uh, I, I'd like to know more about you, especially the whole reason why you have, uh, you know, six kids. Go right ahead. Well, first off, we're attracted to each other, which is a good thing, I would say. Yes. Um, <laughs> one of those lucky couples where I still want to see her in a bathing suit. There you go. Maybe it's a one piece instead of the two piece now. Um, you know. <laughs> you're old enough, that's kind of what happens. But, you know. Uh, yeah, we, we, we have a good time. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so I understand that you're a blended family. Is that correct? Yeah. We are. Yeah. So Crystal had uh, four kids from her previous marriage, and we've had two kids together. Awesome. So, so you're the one out of water. How did, that, how, did that, um, how did you coming into that affect you, coming into having an instant family? I mean, it's like all of a sudden, oh, here it is, you know? Right. You know, I'm, I think I'm a very laid back person with certain things in my life. And it, it was a certainly a new experience for me when I was, was dating so long ago, right? I'm 33 now, it's been yeah. what, years or something. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're asking a lot when you remember this far back. <laughs> um, but I was dating a bunch of women uh, before I met Crystal and some of them had kids, some of them didn't. I kind of figured I was already, you know, what, 30 and single. I met yeah. her, um, you know, before that. But I, I figured if I find a woman that I like, they probably have kids anyways. So I yeah. was, I was pretty much already used to the fact that I was probably going to find someone that already had kids. It, yeah. it is what it is. Um, I was in the military for six years. Uh, oh, prior thank to you for your service. Awesome. Um, but my life, I considered, was kind of on pause uh, during my time in the Navy. Mm -hmm. So um, when I got back, I was like, okay, I, I got out of the Navy to find a job and a job that I could have and have a relationship to because my life being on pause, I wanted to you know, do work and life as well. So that was, that was kind of rambling on a little bit. Um, but it, I was already set up in my mind to meet a woman that already had kids. I didn't think four right away, but I you felt know. like four or two. Um, but as I got to know Crystal and the kids, it was like, well, if you can do two, you can do four, right? So kind of went full bore into it because I was able to talk to Crystal uh, quite easily. When we when we first met, mm -hmm. and I, I kind of found that ugh, women kind of all see their kids as the same 
you know, mm -hmm. they're, they're more important than you are, which is, which is a good thing when you're yeah. dating. Um, it's kind of hard to find your place in that, but if you can, it, it works out. And Crystal had the right balance of trying to you know, entertain me. So, um, you know, someone she just met. That's a full-time job, right, Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost like when we were dating, she had five kids, right? Because I'm, nice. I'm one of them. So, and, and the more mischievous one, right? So there you go. You never know. So I think it, it's the state of mind. I think I have, um, I have a, a way of changing perspective on things. So I was okay with it. It's pretty cool. How did you, how did you come into it, Crystal? I mean, that that's gotta be a big difference for you to, to trust a guy, a man who's not the father you know, biologically for your kids to come into their lives. It's got to be a huge trust thing. How did you handle that? Um, I think that in the beginning, um, he didn't really get to know my kids for a while. Um, so I think that kind of helped a little bit. It took probably, I mean, it might sound like not long enough, but probably a couple of weeks before he really got to know them. And oh, longer than that. Yeah, it's longer than that. maybe it was longer. Like you said, it's been five years, so we can barely remember what happened five years Shoot. ago. You, we have six kids. You can't remember five minutes ago, let alone five years ago. Let's call it like it is. Um, but what we kind of started out doing once we kind of realized, hey, we really like each other, we became official boyfriend, girlfriend, however you want to say it. Mm -hmm. um, and we started doing kind of date nights with the kids where there was a couple times we went bowling or to – Chucky Bees or kind of just things to entertain the kids yeah. to make it kind of feel like, I don't know, more of a fun environment, I guess, yeah. instead of some guy just coming into our home. Yeah. And I really feel like the kids really just naturally liked him and he taught them a lot of good things and he would play with them. And I still remember to this day when we said, okay, you know, we want to get married, we got engaged. We hadn't told the kids and we're like, okay, we're going to have a sit down meeting. We sat down. We had all four of them sitting there. I still remember we were sitting in the bedroom, had all the yeah. kids thinking it's going to be super serious. And we said, okay, so we decided we're going to get married. And the kids just looked at us. They're like, okay. Let's build it up. Really? <laughs> well, like, well, that was easy. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> you get this whole big thing, and then it's just like, oh, let go of the balloon. No one cared. Let yeah. Go and, the and then we're like, Got can it. we go back and pray? We're like, <laughs> yeah. I okay. guess Kids, so. we're going to redo <laughs> this again, and we want you to be a little more excited this time around. So go. <laughs> yeah. Well, kids really don't sometimes, do they? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So I've been watching your journey, both of you guys, uh, with your family. Uh, you've got the wonderful YouTube channel. I know uh, you've just got that started along with your uh, Facebook and everything. Uh, and the premise of our, our conversation was being married and also being entrepreneurs or business or side hustlers. So tell us about what your journey is in that space. And let's just get started from there. So as far as like businesses, I actually own a preschool and Michael owns a tow truck company. We're already busy in itself. Um, we don't really talk about any of that on our YouTube channel just because 
We want to maintain some kind of degree yeah. of separation. Yeah, just a, and yeah. a little bit of privacy in the sense, like, you know, Michael doesn't wear his uniform when we're filming or, yeah. you know, because we just don't want people looking us up and knocking on our door. Oh, it's correct. People are and, nuts. You know, people are so, nuts. and we live in a pretty regular town. I mean, it's not a secret that we live in Reno, Nevada. Mm -hmm. um, so it is a little bit different. Um, being here, you know, because mm -hmm. there's not really a lot of YouTubers in Reno. There, I'd say a lot of the family ones are more LA area. Um, and I think uh, we just kind of do the best that we can with the, you know, the side hustling thing. I guess that was more of my dream where I kept saying, I want to do a YouTube channel. And Michael was just like, okay. And we went and bought a camera yeah. and he got me a nice phone, which was kind of cool. And we we try to film. Um, I'd say I have more stuff filmed than I have stuff edited. And I think the biggest hurdle that I've had is being consistent, um, uploading just because I know that that's really important. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, we're just trying to do the best that we can. In, in a perfect world, my dream would just to be only a YouTuber and neither one of us are working and that is our job. But yeah. right now we're just kind of doing both. Yeah, I would say my interpretation is Crystal has uh, taken me along for the ride for this. <laughs> yeah. um, she's been the driving force behind everything. And I tried to support as much as I can. Um, it, to me, it becomes secondary to, to my work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously I think that has to happen until you can see some kind of support structure that you could actually use from internet-based stuff compared to the real life stuff so it's like well we're still in the launching phase if it's not successful enough then obviously it's not going to be good for the family not at yeah. this point but um, right. try to help as much as i can mm -hmm. and the it guy in me um is a little frustrated that she has a mac because i'm used to windows and i oh. i still don't know how to use the mouse pad on the laptop so that's one of the reasons why i can't you know, help with the video editing. Yeah. But, yeah. But maybe you just need to take some lessons and figure it out. I'm going to tell you, I just bought a MacBook, well, about two weeks ago. And I'm an IT person, right? And I deal with Windows all day long. And I've got this MacBook sitting in front of me going, how in the name of Sam Hill am I supposed to learn, <laughs> learn this? So I get you completely. <laughs> so. I'm used to right clicking everything and I try to write, and I don't know how to do use the laptops so yeah that's, that's a crutch or a hurdle i have to get over and maybe yeah. i need people to yell at me more to actually go dive in more so i can help yeah. out because that's i think that's the weakness i have in this in this portion of the relationship yeah where I, a lot of the work on actually all the work is on crystal mm -hmm. for the video editing and you know i i can probably change that if if i get more involved but i just i have honestly no idea how to use a mac so yeah <laughs> you're not alone in that and i'd actually do all my editing on windows because that's just easier for me i got the macbook because um i'm actually going back to school and all that and some of the stuff i have to learn is on it and i'm like can we find a cheaper way to go back to school <laughs> you know, instead of buying these macbooks you know but anyway, um, and so I completely get where you're going with this 100%. So how do you guys have time uh, to be able to 
be husband and wife and be business owners at the same time and be mom and dad because you've got a lot of hats to run. Well, that's a, that's a very great question. And I think we, we talked about that recently. I, I think we asked ourselves that question um, quite frequently. That's, you know, unfortunately, we haven't been as active in the online recording stuff, Facebook, YouTube, as we wanted to. Yeah. And that's because we're focusing on somewhere else, uh, you know, mainly work. Um, Crystal, Crystal is going through a lot of personal stuff that she's yeah. working on. We have Daniel over here. Hey. Um, just, um, she's just finishing up her, her college degree. Nice. Um, so, unfortunately, yeah. Hi, Daniel, say hi. Say hi. 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 <laughs> For those listening, we have little ones running around, so you're going to have to yeah. just deal with it. <laughs> Right. The that's six of them. <laughs> that's, we got five more to come around. Just wait. Yeah, we're just waiting. <laughs> so I, I think with, with that being said, we always yeah. find time to be mom and dad, and we always find time to do our own work. And yeah. then the sacrifice we make is not editing the internet stuff mm -hmm. or doing any of the filming. And that's what, that's what suffers the most. Mm -hmm. um, and we're trying to address that eventually, yeah. but it's been difficult it was difficult before covid mm -hmm. and everything else but that's added a, a whole new layer of complexity yeah it's it's a big difference having having that go on and hey you guys upload a lot more than most people do so don't cut yourself too short you guys are doing an amazing job and, and we uh, have, oh, oh sorry and yeah. we have talked a lot about um trying to make more time for each other it's just like he said it's mm -hmm. it's always it's always the kids, it's always mom and dad, it's always our business. And, you know, if I'm being honest, we've been married for five years. We did not take a honeymoon and we went on one small vacation for about five days, I think, on a cruise. And that was over four years ago and have not been on a vacation since with just the two of us. We've been on many, many vacations with everybody. Yeah. Uh, so we've even talked about that. We're like, we, we need to make time. We need to sometime you know when covid kind of gets a little bit of better i guess where it's a little bit safer to travel then that's going to be a, a new priority i think yeah most definitely well i will say um balance is an illusion it <laughs> i would love to think that we all can balance everything at one time and and i know that i'm cutting against the grain everyone listening is going what he just said it is completely an illusion yeah, it's an illusion. When you have kids, when you have family, when you have jobs, you have your side hustle, you have whatever, you don't have time to try to go, but you know, juggle around. And then you want to, that's why you're doing this side hustle. That's why you're trying to get this YouTube channel up to par. But in the meantime, things are going to suffer. And so I completely get where you're coming from. I got, we have three and they're all girls and they were all born within 15 to 18 months apart. So I completely get the whole, you know, vacation. What's that? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, but, uh, so that's, that's a great, honest answer. And I love hearing that. I don't want, I love that you don't sugarcoat it because a lot of people listening are thinking, well, everyone's got their life together, but I don't. So what am I doing wrong? So if anyone were to come up to you to say that, Michael, what, what would you tell them? Um, you know, tell them how to handle that on their end. Well, the honest answer is uh, you can try to buy less takeout than we do, but we buy 
quite a bit of takeout. Um, <laughs> because that's, we look at how much, how much time we all have. And Crystal and I, we've, we tried the cooking stuff um, to cook meals at home, um, but we tend to not have as much time for that. But what we do do um, to at least make them interact with all the kids is we have designated like meal times or like evenings. Mm -hmm. And even though there might not be a set time, we know, okay, we're all gonna have dinner together um, when I get home from work. Yeah. So and sometimes I, that's at eight o'clock at night. So I better get home from work before <laughs> the sun comes down. You better believe it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, when you own a tow truck company, I mean, you're lucky you get home at eight o'clock at night. So I completely understand that for sure. So do you? I was gonna say, I suppose that's that's kind of what we do. Um, ideally, I had this idea in my head that we'd work out more because I. I gained with my wife while she was pregnant with our first kid. And Every dad does that, Michael. Come he on. He was lucky in the sense that when she gave birth, she lost a few pounds right away. Where am I at? You know? Yeah, yeah, you're behind. I, I was behind from the second the daughter was born. Yeah, that's what happens. We're like, I, I got the first baby 15 and the second baby 15. You can just keep adding it up if you'd like. That's about where I'm at. I don't know about you. <laughs> so I'm still working on that. Um, hey. I've been to the gym a few times since COVID, but I, I find it obnoxious, annoying, and um, just, I don't want to put the effort in to put a mask on and go to the gym. So I just end up not going to the yeah. gym. And my body tells me that's a bad decision, but I, I, oh well. Yeah, you know. that's the way it is. Of course, you're like, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run this, I'm gonna run this treadmill, <laughs> you know, with a mask right. on. I'm like, right. you guys are better than I am. I'm not even thinking about. It. I'm like, I'm not putting no mask on, trying to run no treadmill. I have a hard time breathing already. <laughs> yeah, right. so I completely get it. So uh, what are your goals? What are you guys' goals for your business? And not just your YouTube, but your towing truck, your daycare. Uh, what are you guys thinking about doing? Do you want to go first? Sure. I, I feel like for my daycare, so I've had it for almost 12 years. Oh, wow. And uh, I think that no matter what, even if YouTube were to spiral, I mean, if it, it obviously that's our dream, but even if that were to happen, I would still want to teach because I feel like teaching is my passion. I'm not the type of person that could just sit at home and, you know, I don't know. That's just not my personality. And a lot of our kids are already in elementary school. So it's not like we have really tiny ones that need a lot of tending to at home. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like that's, I don't even know if that's a goal. That's just a, what I want to, what I would do. <laughs> hey bud i'm with you 100 percent. i get it what about you michael what are you, what are your goals for your business what i would like to do is expand the amount of business that we do to a level where i can afford to hire additional employees mm -hmm. to make it so i can step a little further away and have more to run on autopilot so to speak yeah uh, not that point yet i don't know how much time uh, it's going to take to reach that point you know, probably at least another decade or what? Yeah, decade, ten years or something like that. Yeah, that might actually be feasible or attainable. Yeah, like um, they always say, 
um, you you have all this. Well, you might think we have all this time and money because we own our own businesses. Mm-hmm. I think it's the reality is the exact opposite. Have um, no you have no time and you you have money sometimes. And I'd like to get to a point where it, we flip those around a little bit. And I think I, I, without saying specifics, I think 10 years is, might be a, a, a decent timeline to get something done. Yeah. Yeah. And it is in, in a goal is to be reasonable, not, and to be obtainable. I mean, obviously you could probably do it in five, but 10 is probably going to be it. You guys are fine. Don't worry about it. So, <laughs> there was a bicycle that just flew down the stairs right now. That is called being parents. Come on. <laughs> I just like looked up like. There is no kid hurt in the filming of this podcast. No, no that's right. Even if, if there was, we wouldn't tell you. Then my balls went, ooh. I like, <laughs> that's funny well i'm fortunate mine are finally old enough you're getting there mine are old enough that behind me i have a door that says i'm recording and over here they're not that you know it's a laundry room they're like i'm not gonna dare come in there because i'm gonna be on film but that would embarrass me so <laughs> mine are all preteen so you're almost there you're getting there and so that's awesome so um so we're going to be obtaining that soon hope sooner than 10 years I'm, I'm hoping but i also know the realization of it all it's not easy a lot of people see business people like oh they're rolling in dough da, da, da. and then we have COVID happen they go oh not 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 really so how has that affected you guys so do you want me to go first this time sure so my my business um i i've been very fortunate where we've been allowed to be open the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I took a pretty drastic hit initially, I think like most businesses did. If you think about it, I'm in the transportation industry and when people started um, staying home, my business got cut down 50, 60% pretty much wow. overnight. Mm-hmm. And I, I was very lucky because I had a few employees I choose to leave the company before uh, COVID happened, completely out of relation uh, to COVID. So oh, wow. I was worrying about being understaffed and then COVID hit. And then I somehow luckily had the right staffing for the demand. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, that was maybe the, one of the only predictable or not predictable, okay things mm-hmm. with everything else. But um, very scary. We've been we've been fortunate now. So business is slowly creeping back up as the economy opened back up for our state, for Nevada. We yeah. saw an, an increase in business, but um, trying to figure out uh, what requirements we have to do uh, to remain open and stay open is um, another full time job. And yeah. we uh, we never stayed home. Um, we worked all the Neither time. Neither one of us well, stayed home. I meant not stay at home. I did work from home for a while. I never took a break, yeah. I meant to say. We never, we never hit pause. Mm-hmm. Even if I wasn't going to work physically, I was still working from home. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. That was it's very interesting. So it, it's, still, it's still a bit of a challenge today. Yeah. Um, I, I think we have some of it figured out, mm-hmm. but there's always some new thing that comes up that we have to overcome. It's ever-changing. I don't know about you guys seeing that. It's like... Didn't we just say we were allowed to do that this week? And then, oh, not this week. We have to do something totally different. And yeah. and, and COVID kind of highlights that. But in business, you have that happen anyway. This just highlights it even more. 
Uh, how did it affect you, Crystal, and what you do? So we had about 40 students at my preschool the day before our governor had shut down. And by the next morning, we had 13 students. Oh, that's a big job. So okay. That got so low to the point where I did have to lay off um, teachers, which was really hard on our school. Mm -hmm. um, more emotionally, I guess, than financially. Um, just because, you know, we care about these people and we want to take care of them. But at the end of the day, I hate saying it, but it's like, it's my business and I could not let it go, you know? So, and it's my baby. Yeah. So I had to make those really, really tough decisions to the point where I was literally in tears crying to my director, like, I don't know what to do. I just don't want to be the mean person saying sorry. And how do I choose which teacher goes and which one stays? And it came down to, we just said, you know what? The ones that have been here the longest, we got to take care of those ones. So that's how we made our decision. Um, and it was a really, really hard, 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 hard decision. So I think for me, the, the biggest thing that affected me with COVID was all the emotional stress. Yeah. The emotional stress of having to do homeschooling with my kids and still working and worried about my business. Are we gonna shut down tomorrow? Is the government gonna shut us down? We didn't know. It was a day by day. I mean, one minute the governor's telling us that one thing and then the next week it's like, oh, now there's this new rule and a new, another, you know, like you said, they just kept adding more stuff, which yeah. is all good stuff for our safety. But at the end of the day, we were just not sleeping at night, just wondering what's gonna happen. So I feel like the thing that affected me the most was my emotional, I don't even know what the right word is. It just, it was just too emotional for me to not have that. What's going to happen tomorrow? You know? Yeah. And I, I think, think that's normal. Yeah. That's how our world feels that way. Yeah. And we, that was the good thing about not feeling alone because, you know, we yeah. had friends and it was like, oh, I'm unemployed. And, you know, and then it's like, oh, well, we're about there. And it's yeah. just, you know, it, it, it didn't feel like such a hit, you know, of like, it, it didn't feel like an embarrassment, I guess. You know, because yeah. practically half the country was unemployed. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that my heart goes out to those that have had to deal with that. I was fortunate, fortunate that I didn't have that happen to me. But just watching all these small businesses like yours, I mean, it just broke my heart just seeing all of these businesses going under, not really going under, but they're really hurting, you know, at the end of the day. And for us, for my wife and I, we decided, you know, we're not rolling in the dough. Believe me, we're not. But we're, the thing is, you help one, you do for one what you want to do for everybody. And so that's what we ended up doing as, as our business here. Did you have that opportunity at all? Were you able to do that? Or was it one of those things where you were like, you know what, we are in survival mode? Mm -hmm. I feel like we were in survival mode. Yeah. I feel like I was. I I got to the point where I was just thinking to my head, you know, as much as I love this school, at the end of the day, if it has to shut down, I'll be okay. You know, yeah. I'll be okay because at the end of the day, my kids are alive, my kids are healthy, I'm healthy, mm -hmm. I'm alive, my husband is alive, he's healthy. Because at the end of the day, it's like the business, I mean we might have different opinions when it comes to our businesses, but I can play for me because I take everything emotionally. I mm. could care less. 
I mean, yeah. if it got shut down tomorrow, I would not care. Mm. Not saying I don't want it to happen because obviously I love that place. I want it to happen, but yeah. I care more about my kids being healthy and us being healthy. And I really feel like everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So I feel like in the survival mode of, you know, we, we let's just do what we got to do to get what we got to get done. But at the end of the day, we can't control everything. Yeah, so, absolutely. And that's hard because I'm a little bit of a controlling type of person. So, now, Michael, you're not allowed to say anything at all after that. <laughs> that might have been why I cried so much. I'm like, I can't control anything. All of this is happening. So uh, it was scary. It was really scary. And I was in yeah. my last semester of school. Yeah. So, you know, I had those things coming. I kept thinking, you know, what if my business closed down? Okay, well, that's okay. I still have my school. I could still go work for the district. Oh, wait, but if the district's closed down, what do I do? Then I really won't have a job. So it was just like my plan B, yeah. I need a plan C. Yeah, yeah. And then I think a lot of people felt that way. What about you, Michael? Did you process it similar to her or was your completely different like most men are? Well, I can tell you, um, I could not just, I couldn't watch anything bad happen to the business without it becoming emotional too. Mm -hmm. But I, I wouldn't be okay if I had to shut down. I'd try to figure out some way to keep it going. Mm -hmm. Although Chris says she'd be okay with her shutting down. I think yes and no. Yeah. It, part of the challenge would be mentally preparing yourself for mm -hmm. all the unpredictable stuff. Absolutely. Um, I. It's, that's a very tough question to answer and yeah. to put my to put my thoughts into words. Um, we we did go into survival mode in the sense where, you know, we we, cut, we froze spending. Um, you know, we don't get the upgrade we thought we needed a month before, a week before. Um, you know, we stopped investing in equipment, stopped pretty much any non-essential cash flow, mm -hmm. um, just ceased immediately. Yeah. Uh, used over time. I we talked about plans to cut hours in case the business didn't come back. Yeah. Um, so in a sense, it was like survival mode. I, I was very fortunate in the sense that my revenue coming in never went to zero. Yeah. So that, that was very beneficial. So even yeah. though it was a triple to what it was before, it was mm -hmm. at least a triple. Whereas I know some restaurants or bars, uh, their revenue was totally shut down. Yeah. And I, I have no idea how they managed or how they're managing now because yeah. you can't, you can't. No, I've seen it across the board. A lot of even older family owned restaurants are having to close because they just don't have revenue and they're permanently closing. It's not just closing for this COVID. They're saying, I can't, we cannot be sustained in this current economy and there's just, we're losing money and you can't bleed money like that and expect to, to make it happen. So he, question about your marriage in the sense of business, how did this affect your, your marriage? It had to have been hard. Um, the COVID or the businesses? Both, both together. Yeah. So, so pre-COVID, going back to while we were dating, one of the attractions that I think we found with each other mm -hmm. is we both had our separate business uh, separate and apart from each other before we met. Mm -hmm. Also, that was something that we had in common with each other, although not the same business. We're at least both 
um, understanding the entrepreneurial, I guess, life cycle. Yeah. And what the requirements are with that. And that's given us an ability to understand when, oh, hey, I'm, I just got home at 8 p.m., but now I got to leave at 9.30 because something was going on. Okay. And we actually found a bit of common ground in the relationship during the beginning stages um, to make it so we understood how to uh, deal with each other. And, and that actually, I think, brought us a little closer. Mm -hmm. That's um, awesome. I know I did with me um, because like, well, I, I'm complaining. You know, I try not to complain about my around my wife, right? But yeah. you can help it sometimes when you have one of those days. Yeah. And, and yeah. And we were going through the exact same thing when COVID a, hit. It's like, oh, your business is getting slower and mine is getting slower. So yeah. we both had the same complaints, it, I guess, so that we kind of felt like it's okay. Like, you know, we talk it out with each other and think of other ideas and strategize. Well, and with that, with that being said, if there's an idea that I'm using at my business, Mm -hmm. I'll share with her mm -hmm. and yeah. then vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, so we kind of, even though our, our time is divided, we still work for each other, um, yeah. even though we might not be with each other. Because mm -hmm. yeah. um, if I find something that worked with me, I'll let Crystal know and maybe it'll help, maybe it won't. But yeah. at least we can kind of, the, the melding of the minds, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And it's really neat that you guys can do that during this time because there's not very many married people out there who have businesses, whether they're together or separate businesses that can feel through this crisis that we're going through. Um, I hate to use the word crisis, but lack of a better term. Well, I mean, that, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Um, that's what it is because you have, you have the virus crisis and the economic crisis and that's yeah. a very real thing. Yeah. And I mean, you, know, you can't, you know, it's difficult. One thing I think that is different with us again is we both have we're both entrepreneurs in this marriage, but we're, we have separate businesses still mm -hmm. where I think kind of see a lot of husband and wife businesses and it's the same business that they're in. Yeah. And so we, um, we don't spend all day with each other. <laughs> we don't see each other all day at work. So when we still come back from work, Hey, it's, it's not like I want to get away from her because I yeah. haven't been with her. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. That might be an advantage that we have too. Mm -hmm. where that could be. Absolutely. That's fun. Crystal's mentioned to me, if she worked for me, I'd fire her. Yeah. And I say that all the time. I think that's true. He says, don't and you I want think... to work for me? I'm like, no, you'll fire me. Yes, yeah, right. And I, I cannot be married to someone I want to fire. <laughs> I, think, I think that helps. I think that really does help too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's neat that you guys can, can see it that way. And it's not very often you see that. And I, and I really appreciate that about you guys. I mean, you guys are amazing people. Uh, just watching you guys in this conversation and watching online, I, I really applaud you for what you're doing. It's not easy raising a family, having a business or businesses, and then try to do this YouTube thing all at the same time. That That's not easy. Um, what is one thing that you would leave with the people that are listening to this podcast as a married couple who are entrepreneurs, what is one thing that you would leave with them that you would give them advice for? And both of you can answer whenever you're ready. Yep. I would say the best advice I can say to anybody is just do the best you can and make sure that you're working together, you know, um, 
I don't know how to explain that any other way than exactly what it means is just work together. If you're having a rough day, I mean, you can't just come home and be in a belligerent mood. <laughs> you just put that freaking smile on your face and say, hey, honey, how was your day? Yeah. What about you, Michael? I would say my the advice I'd give people, and I think it's important in everything, uh, even if you're not married, is just perspective, perspective, perspective. So there was a video that Crystal and I did earlier that was one of the more successful videos. Mm -hmm. And it was when our son Connor had put like purple paint all over the Oh, world. I love that video. So what's funny about that is when Crystal first discovered it, she was the first one to see it. Uh, you know, she, we're all mad. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. Or Crystal was saying that. And then I told Crystal, um, hey, get the camera out. This is perfect. We got to record this. You know, we're doing this YouTube thing. This is yeah. raw. It's real. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And so Crystal was, you know, she's irate because of the whole situation. Here I am saying, hey, I was you know, so mad. Why are you using our advantage? You know, because I'm used to scripting all these videos. Like, yeah. hey, we have a bunch of kids. This is the kind of stuff that happens. You look away for 10 seconds yeah. and now my wall or purple wall and and obviously none of this is on that video and which is so funny because we got pretty much creamed on facebook oh yeah it, oh yeah it literally they, turned into like your kid put purple paint now he's gonna be it got political he's oh yeah it did donald trump and it's like yeah, it, how is he's three <laughs> like, <laughs> this has nothing to do with no matter what political party you are i don't think my three-year-old putting purple paint i don't think he cared <laughs> I was so mad that when he came home and he's like, babe, you got to film it. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go lay down for 15 minutes. So I don't like kill him when I'm in the back. <laughs> and I read some of those comments. I'm like, if you only knew what that mother was thinking before that camera was even picked up, I'm just saying, she's like, I'm trying not to beat the crap out of him after finding this. We're trying to make no, fun of it, you know? I felt like that. And it, the comments were horrible. They were. I did not believe but, it. But you have arrived when you get that. Yes. <laughs> you then, know, at the end of the day, I was like, hey, people know who we are now. Right. Awesome. But, but going back, it's like just perspective. Yeah. So we had, um, you know, Crystal was upset. We, we managed to use the situation where that made it so we yeah. could benefit with it as well and I, I i like that so you know that was only one way that perspective is important and i i think it's you can apply that in any situation yeah absolutely well hey i think you you guys handled it perfect i mean i don't know about you crystal but whew, my wife wouldn't have been very happy at all either so <laughs> she was like really <laughs> you know of course our kids now nowadays bigger stuff you're like what is going through your head child of mine <laughs> you, know? Oh, yeah. you know that's awesome well it's been an honor and pleasure hanging out with you guys and uh, i told you i would keep you very long so you got kiddos running around and i've kept you way too long i didn't mean to didn't take you that long but no we, were so, we were having so much fun right you know they've been walking around kind of this entire time so. i know oh, they're they're right. Right. Here getting water at the sink the other kids walking out the door are they usually this good i have to ask you that well not for this amount of time no so it's only, okay. it's only temporary 
Okay, so so we need to do this every day. Is that where I'm going with this? You know? <laughs> no. Five minutes only. Five minutes. That's funny. Well, it's been a pleasure. You guys are an amazing couple. Um, it's just been a true honor to speak with you, and I know my guests will enjoy you. So before I end it, why don't you tell them where they can find you guys? That's all you, Crystal. Um, they can find us on Facebook under the Bomboth family. They can find us on Instagram. Oh, we have an Instagram? We do. Look at that. Newsflash. And it's just at the underscore Bomboth underscore family. And then same thing on YouTube. On YouTube, you could just type in the Bomboth family. And I'll have it down in the link, uh, obviously, in the show notes because we've got a broadcast. And... I've got that fun video pulled up. That's going down into the links below too. Perfect. Perfect. That is an amazing video. So, and you got over 4,000 views on it. So apparently you did something right on it. So yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure. Yeah.